0: Is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 953 Michiana's News Channel,
1: your breaking news
0: and weather station.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 953 Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Welcome to the third day of World Carnivore Month. For those of you out there doing the carnivore diet for the month of January, it is day three. And my bloating is almost all gone. So uh, I obviously have uh, digestive issues. I know that many many of you know that, and you know that I've done the carnivore diet before. Um, I did some experimentation with it by adding other things in, having cheat days, that sort of stuff. And then I eventually went off of it uh, with uh, family visiting and the holidays and that sort of stuff. Just felt awful. So now back on it. And the bloating that I've had for a good two months or so is nearly gone. So it just it doesn't take very long for that to happen. So I'm already feeling a lot better. I hope that you will consider at least trying it for 30 days. Uh, I, I don't get anything out of it if you do, but I know that a lot of you have been very interested in me doing it uh, the previous time that I did it. So now is, again, World Carnivore Month. So this is uh, the opportunity for you to maybe get some support and have other people doing it as well. All right, I want to take you back in time, shall we? July 22nd, 2018, 1024 p.m., to Iranian President Rouhani, all capitals now, never ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer the consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death be cautious. That was written by President Trump on Twitter after the Iranian president again threatened to kill Americans and annihilate the country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which of course they have done countless times for the past several decades. That was President Trump's way of letting them know I'm not the last guy That was in this office. I'm not going to sit here. And let you kill American troops. And not do anything about it. Technically the last two guys. In office. If you threaten us. I'm going to mess you up. Now. Let's. Fast forward. That guy has tweeted. That we see Iran responsible for the events in Baghdad. And we will respond to Iran. First. This is. Khomeini on Twitter. By the way, Khomeini can have a Twitter. First, he's talking to the president now. You can't do anything. Second, if you were logical, which you're not, you'd see that your crimes in Iraq, Afghanistan have made nations hate you. So that is the Iranian dictator to President Trump just a couple of days ago. So again, go back to 2018, president had already warned the Iranian president, Hey, um, you are, you're not going to do this. You're not going to threaten us. Don't do it. And then just a couple of days ago, Khomeini basically said, you can't do anything. And then what did we do? Uh, we just evaporated his top guy. That's what we did. And we did it while he was there to plan an operation, or several operations, I should say, in Iraq. And according to reports, not just against Americans, that would be troops and diplomats, but the latest report from Iraqi officials, and again, I want to stress that nobody can confirm this as of yet, but the report is from Iraqi officials that this Iranian general was there, to overthrow the Iraqi government and turn Iraq into a vassal of Iran, which they have been trying to do since Saddam was still in power. Which I've been talking about for 13, 14 years. This has always been a goal of theirs. Iran always wanted influence over Iraq. That has always been a primary goal of the regime. They always felt that the way to expand was to expand into Iraq. So, the report is, according to the Iraqi officials who are spilling the beans anyway, that this guy was there to go ahead and overthrow the Iraqi government, since we're not you know, there in full capacity, and basically turn Iraq into a vassal, while also simultaneously carrying out more attacks against Americans. you got to keep in mind, this guy is, this guy is a terrorist. Okay, He's not just some political figure in Iran who has an opinion that we don't like. He's a terrorist. He runs Iran's international terrorism operations. And I posted on Twitter earlier today that you have liberals running around and saying how awful Assad is in Syria. And that Assad is the most evil person in the world and therefore regime change was the way to go. And Obama was right to do regime change in spite of all of the evidence contrary to that. And I just have to remind all of them that if you hate Assad so much, then why are you sad that this guy is dead? Because guess who propped him up? This guy did. On the orders, of course, of Iran. He supported Hamas. He supported Hezbollah. He's carried out operations that have killed hundreds of American troops in Iraq, maimed thousands more. And I've got Hollywood celebrities apologizing to Iran that this terrorist pile of crap is dead. I've got, dare I say, moronic Mayor Pete Buttigieg out there who admits that this guy's a terrorist, who admits that he's responsible for the deaths of American soldiers. And he is out there saying that, you know, but. We're going to have to deal with the consequences now. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought him getting vaporized, except for his hand, because a picture of his maimed hand is all over. Is that live? Hey, let's just go to that. I want to hear what the president has to say about all of this. He's giving a press conference right now. This is breaking news. Sorry, go to to, uh, the press conference. And uh, again, President Trump is just up to the podium.
2: His policy is unambiguous to terrorists who harm or intend to harm any American. We will find you, we will eliminate you. We will always protect our diplomats, service members, all Americans, and our allies. For years, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and its ruthless Quds force, Under Soleimani's leadership has targeted, injured, and murdered hundreds of American civilians and servicemen. The recent attacks on U.S. targets in Iraq, including rocket strikes that killed an American and injured four American servicemen very badly, as well as a violent assault on our embassy in Baghdad, were carried out at the direction of Soleimani. Soleimani made the death of innocent people, his sick passion, contributing to terrorist plots as far away as New Delhi and London. Today we remember and honor the victims of Soleimani's many atrocities and we take comfort in knowing that his reign of terror is over.
1: We're going to pause for one moment to let our Fox stations join us.
2: Perpetrating acts of terror to destabilize the Middle East for the last 20 years. What the United States did yesterday should have been done long ago. A lot of lives would have been saved. Just recently, Soleimani led the brutal repression of protesters in Iran, where more than a thousand innocent civilians were tortured and killed by their own government. We took action last night to stop a war. We did not take action to start a war. I have deep respect for the Iranian people. They are a remarkable people with an incredible heritage and unlimited potential. We do not seek regime change. However, the Iranian regime's aggression in the region, including the use of proxy fighters to destabilize its neighbors, must end and it must end now. The future belongs to the people of Iran, those who seek peaceful coexistence and cooperation not the terrorist warlords who plunder their nation to finance bloodshed abroad. The United States has the best military by far anywhere in the world. We have the best intelligence in the world. If Americans anywhere are threatened, we have all of those targets already fully identified, and I am ready and prepared to take whatever action is necessary. And that, in particular, refers to Iran. Under my leadership, we have destroyed the ISIS territorial caliphate. And recently, American special operations forces killed the terrorist leader known as al-Baghdadi. The world is a safer place without these monsters. America will always pursue the interests of good people, great people, great souls while seeking peace, harmony and friendship with all of the nations of the world. Thank you. God bless you. God bless our great military and God bless the United States
1: of America. Thank you very much. Thank you. President. The President is walking away from the podium, not taking any questions. Again, I kind of go back to his statement from 2018. Don't ever threaten us again. This administration isn't going to stand for it. Previous administrations had. That includes the Bush administration because they did as well. It was a great source of frustration for veterans in particular as they were watching the Bush administration not do anything about Iran when Iranian troops literally were getting in shooting firefights across the border with American troops. Anytime American troops are operating on the border, Iranian members of their military would take shots at us every single time several larger firefights actually took place and really beyond sanctions and a couple of words nothing ever happened now again this this guy's a terrorist and so when i sit here and i watch celebrities and feeble-minded idiots out there who don't know anything about foreign policy or tactical strategy, because they have a Twitter account or something. They believe that they can go away. And they have, look, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. Rose McGowan, who finally admitted that she was having a bit of a breakdown when she apologized to Iran for this guy dying, and said she was just scared at the possibility of another war, Were you scared about the possibility of another war when they were killing American troops? Were you scared about the possibility of another war when this guy was literally carrying out terrorist operations, not just against Americans, not just against his own civilian population, but others throughout the world and supporting other terrorist organizations? Were you not concerned about conflict there? Pete Buttigieg, in your stupid, stupid, feeble-minded statement on Twitter today, About now we're going to have to deal with the consequences of of doing this. Fully acknowledging that this is a bad guy who killed Americans. Fully acknowledging that. But then saying, yeah, we shouldn't have done it this way. What should we have done then? Just let it keep going? Now you've got the Iraqi government officials coming out and going, he was here to overthrow the Iraqi government and carry out attacks on Americans and diplomats. This guy flew into Baghdad, landed at the airport, walked off of the airplane, was walking down the steps in full confidence, and got blown up. We have been tracking him for a long time. The president's statement just now oh, You're thinking of retaliating for our retaliation, Iran? Okay, let me just let you know that I have a bunch of targets here that we've established and our intelligence on them are are very good. And if you retaliate, I'm going to take them out too. Which is what the president just said at his press conference. Unbelievable statements by people today. We have more coming up. I know it went a little bit long. I want to give you a little bit more of the history here. A general on CNN told a member of Congress to shut his mouth over this. It's hysterical. We're going to talk about that, play that audio for you, and much more coming up on 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel again, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 953. You can also send me a text message at 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Again, breaking news, we just had the president's press conference on the strike that killed the Iranian general in Iraq yesterday. Um, This is a terrorist, really is a terrorist leader. He acts on behalf of the regime of Iran. You go back to 2018, the president told, The Iranian president, who is not the leader of Iran, by the way, told the Iranian president, don't threaten us ever again. They continued. Khomeini, just the other day, said, you can't do anything about it. And then we vaporized one of his his top officials. And now Iran is, well, they're super upset. They don't really know what to do. Let's be perfectly honest, ladies and gentlemen. They probably believe their own rhetoric. It gets to the point that you, you lie and dilute yourself, delude yourself enough that you start to think you actually can hang with the big boys. They're crapping in their pants right now. The precision in which that strike was carried out scared them. Then you've got Chris Murphy. Oh, God. Chris Murphy. He's a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He's a Democrat from Connecticut. He's known for changing his opinion about things routinely. He'll tweet one thing, and then a couple of days later, when the situation benefits him, he'll just say the exact opposite thing. So, he was out there saying that the attack on our our embassy there was because we hadn't projected any strength, because Trump is weak. There's no strength that's being projected over there in the Middle East. And then, when the president projected strength in the Middle East, he got butt hurt, <laughs> called it an assassination, and was upset about it. Now, the reason I bring this up is because retired Major General James Spider Marks went on It's Not News at CNN. And he was asked about this. Now, you have to understand CNN, they're in an interesting predicament here. I know no veterans, I know no members of the military who are upset that a terrorist who's responsible for hundreds of their deaths being dead. I know nobody who's upset about this except for members of the press, members of the Democratic Party, and Hollywood. So I want you to listen to this segment on CNN, and then I will take your phone calls. Officials in France say that today we, may, we wake up to a more dangerous world. Uh, Democratic Senator Chris Murphy asked the question, uh, did America just assassinate, without congressional authorization, the second most powerful person in Iran, knowingly setting off a potential potential massive regional war? So, is America safer without Soleimani this morning?
2: What I would say to Senator Murphy is, why don't you just be quiet? <laughs> Look, the, when <clears throat> has Iran ever demonstrated self-restraint? I mean,
1: That's essentially it. So you've got a retired major general telling Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut, just shut up. You don't know what you're talking about here. Just shut up. And then he goes on to point out that Iran has never demonstrated restraint. And what is interesting to me, when you sit here and you watch all of this crap, from Democrats, Pete Buttigieg, and everybody else, like, oh my gosh, this is a horrible move. And, uh, we, you know, it, we're, we're going to have to live with the consequences. No, Iran just lived with the consequences of their actions for the past several decades. That's what just happened. We don't have to live with the consequences of our actions. They're not seeking revenge for what happened here. This was our revenge for what this guy has been doing for a very long time. And they were warned, they were warned going back nearly two years, cut it out or we're going to start bashing heads. An American uh, official today announced an official change to American strategy with Iran, basically saying that any future aggression by Iran will now run into a buzzsaw. So officially, the American doctrine on this is, all right, Iran, we've had enough. You're going to keep doing it. We're going to kill your people. And when the president just had his press conference there, he made that crystal clear when he said, I have targets. Our intelligence is good. You act up. I'm going to take them all out, too. If that's not projecting strength, Senator Murphy, I have no idea what is. I'll take your phone calls next on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I'm your host, Casey And Phone number to join the program today, 574-2595-953. That is 2595- Nine five three. You can also send a text message to four five three six four and please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Okay. I've got text messages. I've got phone calls. Want to talk about the situation with this airstrike. Uh, we will take all of those. I'm gonna to head to the phones first because they've been waiting patiently, and then we'll go ahead and answer some of the text messages. And I'll give you some more information about what has come out as as a result of the attack and whether or not the attack required a notification of Congress and whether or not it was legal. Uh, We have that information as well. We'll get to all of that. Uh, To the phone lines we go. Paul, welcome to the program.
0: Hi there. Anyhow, I've got two things to say. Number one is he's two steps ahead of the Ayatollah. And President Trump is three steps ahead of the Democrats in Congress. Um, they've got to get a, on board with the president. Uh, divided we fall, united we stand. I don't know what their big problem is. That's about it. Right. He's just—he's got so many targets that he could hit that uh, all they got to do is make one mistake, and I mean they could lose their refineries, their port. Uh, Nuclear reactors, everything. Well, it, this right.
1: this is a great point, Paul. Thank you very much. Because here's here's the thing. Again, people out there. Let me pull this up because uh, my friend Buck Sexton, who is a former uh, CIA official, and he's also a radio host now. Um, he he posted something that that I retweeted earlier. I want to see if I can find it. I may have may have buried it just a little bit too far. Um, On Twitter is pretty active on Twitter today. But anyway, so Buck Sexton was basically saying, look, to everybody out there who's saying, oh, Iran's going to hit us back now and it's going to be bad. um, One, you don't want to underestimate your enemies, but let's be practical about what we're talking about here. We're talking about Iran. And Iran's best was just killed. Okay, we're not talking about Russia. We're not talking about some superpower like China or something of that nature. We're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Iran. Now, there are some in the intelligence community who have leaked out to the press as, oh, Americans are, are going to, uh, to die as a result of this. Americans have been dying because of this guy for a long time. You realize, according to the U.S. State Department, this guy that we just took out is responsible for 17% of all of the American deaths in in Iraq. 17%. So if you run around and you go, well, now people are going to die. Okay, where were you over the last several years as this guy has been killing Americans anyway? Suddenly you care about the, the cost of American lives? Where have you been? So if Iran retaliates from our retaliation, okay. But the president just put them on notice at the press conference we carried live here on the show earlier. Look, if you guys want to escalate this thing, I've got a bunch of targets. And we have great, great intelligence on where they are, and I'm going to take them out. Now, the president could have taken this guy out a long time ago. He chose not to until we were attacked. Again, so this guy launched yet another attack against the United States. The Iraqis are now saying that he was planning to overthrow the Iraqi government and continue attacks on American diplomats in in Iraq. And as a result, we took him out. So that's it. You make us bleed or you attack us, we will kill you. And now you've got American officials saying the new policy is when Iran steps out of line, they're going to run into a buzzsaw. That wasn't the policy under the two previous administrations. It's the policy now. And quite frankly, I'm getting a little sick and tired of listening to Iran harass shipping, seize ships, take sailors from the U.S. and Britain prisoner because we're not allowed to defend ourselves in those seas because we don't want to cause an international incident. Why is it okay for Iran to cause an international incident, but it's not okay for us to defend ourselves while they're trying to do it? That doesn't make any sense. They have killed their own people. This guy specifically has killed their own people. He's worked with Hamas, Hezbollah, terrorists all over the country, or all over the world, I should say. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, we don't want to escalate this thing. This guy's been escalating this stuff at the direction of the Iranian regime his entire career. And he stepped out of line again, and the president said, that's it, we've had enough. He dies today. Now, for people out there who are saying, well, they're going to hit us back, they're going to hit us back. Okay, they've already been hitting us, so what do you want? And then beyond that, guess what Iran is, and guess what Iran isn't? Iran isn't a small little terrorist group who can disappear. Iran is a country. They can't hide if Iran does something, there's no, there's no crowd for them to evaporate into and disappear. They can't fire rockets from a residential neighborhood and then park in a garage like terrorists do. There's nowhere for them to go. They can't hide anywhere. They are a country. If they act, the retribution will be severe. And they know that. Make no mistake. They are crapping their pants today. I don't think they thought we would do anything. Why? Well, geez, we've had 16 years of nobody doing anything. 574,25,95953. That is 2595-953. More phone calls, answering text messages. Was the strike legal? Answer Pelosi and others are making that claim. We'll talk about that. And more on 95.3 MNC. One of my listeners on Twitter was kind enough to post an old New York Post article written by Kenneth Timmerman from June of 2014. The shadowy Iranian spy chief who helped plan Benghazi. Major General Qasem Sulmyani. The same guy that we just vaporized last night. So, yeah, he was trying to do it again. He did the same exact thing that he did in Benghazi with our embassy in Iraq. And because we didn't do anything in Benghazi, he figured we probably wouldn't do anything this time either. And now he's dead. And nobody in Iran has any idea what to do. 574 2595 95 3. Keith, welcome to the program. Good afternoon.
0: Hey, how are you doing today? Hanging in there. Yeah, I'm I'm just, for one, I'm sick and tired of all these people tiptoeing around and saying we don't want to make them mad. We don't want to upset them. Well, you can, ups- you can hide from a rabbit's dog, but it's still going to attack you, whether you do anything good or not. And these guys are the drama queens of the Middle East, and I'm sick of them. They should be afraid of what we will do. Not us being afraid of what they will do.
1: Well, and here's the thing. There's a big difference with having that line of thinking that we're hearing from from liberal Democrats today if we are dealing with somebody who has never directly or indirectly attacked anybody from this country. But that's not the situation here. We are talking about a nation that is fighting proxy wars against us, is directly responsible for the deaths of hundreds of Americans... Has continued terrorist attacks all across the world. We are not talking about a nation that we just disagree with and we don't want to go to war with because war is bad. We are talking about a country who's already attacking us and is engaged in warfare with us. Correct. So this we need to, we need
0: to put, a, put a stop to it right away, just like he's doing.
1: Well, it's just it. I mean, we're we're dealing with this for at least you know at least sixteen years actively, right? Uh, you could probably right. find examples of it going back into the Clinton administration as well. But certainly, you know, for 16 years, this has been going on. And it's time for it to stop. It's that simple. We're back under Carter. They had a bunch of our hostages over there. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, you go back to the old, yeah, once the, uh, the rebellion happened and everything else. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But I, I, I'm just specifically talking about this, this leadership here. Um, but right. you know, you, I mean, technically, you're right, yes. But they've been engaged in an active proxy war against us. They've used Iraq uh, for that. Rem- remember that the article that came out, you know, was declassified many years ago. Almost all of the IEDs that that ISIS was uh, was using came from Iran.
0: Yeah, you know, my so, son was in my son was in Afghanistan, and all the stuff that was being used on them over there was coming out of Iran. Correct.
1: Arms. Yeah. And you got liberals going, well, he was fighting ISIS in Syria. That's just because Assad is an ally of Iran. But they were aiding ISIS in Iraq because we are their enemy. So, so you know, it, the idea that, that, oh, my gosh, they're going to retaliate. First of all, this was our retaliation for their actions. This, this is not a peaceful Iran who's minding their own business. This was a retaliation for their actions on our part. And we had warned them. For several years now, to stop, they chose not to, and we finally acted. So, all right, hey Keith, I appreciate the patience, man. Thank you so much. All right, thank all right, you. You take all care. Right. I do want to remind everybody that today's Friday. I'm, I'm losing my bearings here because of my my vacation. Today is Friday, and we do open lines at four o'clock now. I you know, wonder what you want to talk about. But four o'clock, we'll do open lines. You can call about anything you want, whether it's this or something else. Doesn't matter. It's entirely up to you. Jim, welcome to the program. Sure. Hey, Happy New Year, Casey! Happy New Year. What's up? Glad to see you filling in for Matt today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll probably be back oh. on Monday too.
0: <laughs> you know, I could just I could just hear the, the disgust and anger in your voice coming home and listening to you. And I, I'm pissed. I, just, I say the same thing. You know, if, if Barack Obama would have done this, he would have got a Nobel Peace Prize. You know.
1: Well, look, um, every everybody, and here's the thing: here's the difference. If Barack Obama had done this, people in the Republican Party would have celebrated the decision. Absolutely. Because this is a terrorist who has killed American people. We are, again, we're not talking about just some guy who is in the Iranian regime. We don't really like them because they're different. You know, this is a guy who actively kills Americans. That's what he does. And he like I said, I just, you know, I just reshared the New York Post article from 2014 about Benghazi. This guy planned Benghazi. That's who this guy is. This was a second attempt at that type of an attack. It worked once. Why not try it again? Well, the difference is we don't have a weakling in the White House now.
0: Well, it just breaks my heart that we didn't have President Trump in office at that time because it, it just it broke my heart when that happened. And if we would have had Trump in there, that would have never went down. It would have never happened. We wouldn't have lost him. We would you know, it would have been a complete different outcome. Yep. And if they keep fooling with us, we have a president in office that had to, to turn that country into a parking lot. And I'm not even kidding.
1: Well, and that, that's just it. You know, it, that goes back to my point with what my friend Buck Sexton was saying earlier on Twitter, is that, you know, Iran sponsors terrorism, yes, but they're not a terrorist group. They're a country. They can't hide anywhere. If they no. do stuff, we have our pick of targets. And there's nothing they can do about it. The Iranian Air Force can't go against us. The Iranian Navy can't go against us. The Iranian army can't go against us. They have nothing to do. You know, the well, only... I, think our
0: president, I think our president is is smart by, you know, not just doing an all out war. You know, he said he wasn't you know, that's what he when he was on the campaign trail, he said he didn't want to have stupid wars. Sure. And and I believe he's gonna to stick to that, but I tell you what, you know, I agree with you one hundred percent. Anything they do, man, he'll he'll be there to take them
1: out. Well, and he made that crystal clear in his press conference this afternoon. I got to roll, man, but I appreciate the call. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you much. You too. And, And look, here's the thing. Do you notice something else that the president said? He didn't just say, we have the best intelligence in the world and the best military in the world, and I've got a list of targets here, and if Iran wants to keep playing this game, we'll just take them all out. The president didn't just say that. Did you hear one other key factor that he said in there? The president said, we're not interested in regime change in Iran. Just leave us alone. So the president gave a press conference today and he told the Iranian people, I respect and admire you and the sky's the limit for you. To the Iranian government, leave us alone or I'm going to kill your people. I don't want regime change. I'm not trying to start a war. I'm trying to prevent one. And if the officials in Iraq are accurate today in what they were saying, that he was there to facilitate regime change in Iraq in order to make Iraq a vassal of Iran, which has been a goal of theirs going back to the Iraq-Iranian war in the 70s. Was it in the 70s? Was it the 80s? I have to go back and double check. But regardless, decades ago, that's been their goal. That has been their goal this entire time. They've made no qualms about it. Everybody who has served over there knows this. Everybody. And if the Iraqi officials today are telling the truth and their information is correct that he was there to facilitate regime change, when the president says we don't launch this strike to prevent a war, not, a, not to start one, he's right. Because what would happen if Iran did overthrow the Iraqi government? Think of the conflict that would happen as a result of that. You were talking about a whole Sunni-Shia thing again. Then the Kurds are involved again. It becomes a whole mess. I got more of you on hold. Stay on hold because it's open lines in the next hour anyway. We'll take your calls next on 95.3 MNC.